What do you do when you're no longer in love? This summer, one man, one woman, make up or break up. From the same studio that bought you, Mrs. Wright versus Mrs. Right now, and she's the one. Make up or break up. I actually really want to watch this movie. Yeah, thanks, Dave. <laughs> thanks for that. I'm in the wrong career. Yeah. No, you're in the right one. Don't <laughs> Might keep your day bonus, job. bonus points for anyone that can DM us and actually tell us what that mo- what movie that's from. There what is no movie. There is no movie. No, there is. There's one movie where that particular voice is put on by someone, but I'm not going to give it away. Every, every movie. Literally no, every movie. No, as in like part of the story is someone. Oh. Uh, anyhow, is it Police know. Academy? Ooh. Or do I win? Ooh. Can I win our own competition? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to <laughs> literally zero prizes. Welcome to the righteous man, everyone. It's great to have you guys back. And as you probably gathered, we are talking about makeup or breakup. You're do makeup or breakup. I don't love you anymore. <laughs> Continue. Continue. <laughs> Welcome back, boys. How are we feeling? Good. Yeah, good, mate. Nice, nice. So, what are some of the subtopics that we're going to be discussing on this? Juicy topic. Oh, there I said it. Juicy, juicy. (laughs) If I had a dollar for every time I said juicy, yeah. God willing, there's a few um, different topics that we want to discuss within this whole. um, You know, obviously, when if you're in that situation that you're in a relationship and you're either you know trying to decide whether or not you want to you want to stay, you want to try and make it work, or you're in a situation where you know 100% that a relationship needs to end, it's a really difficult thing. It's a really hard thing to go through. It's really tough. So, and there's a lot of aspects there. So we do want to unpack a few things. So obviously, the first being when you are at that crossroads, what to do, how to really ascertain whether or not you should stay or go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, if if you, you, you feel like you have certainty, as to that answer, how do you go about doing it? How do mm. you end a relationship? Um, and like then, a man. Like a man, yeah. And, and regardless of, you know, whichever end you're on of that, like what is the healing process like? How mm. do you, you know, how do you recover? How do you mm. recover from a broken heart, a broken relationship? Mm. Like how do you move on? That can be a really, mm. you know, debilitating thing. Mm. Nice. Anything further? Thanks for the table of contents, Dave. You're welcome. Yeah, I know, far out. Like, <laughs> Please turn to page three for the bibliography. <laughs> No, okay. I guess the most uh, logical step that we'll start today's discussion, uh, let's keep it chronological order. Mm. To preface, I guess, the rest of this discussion, it would be we are talking about what would you consider a longer term Mm. relationship? Yeah. So this is obviously coming back around to you're not within... I don't know. Let's let's call it the first six months. Yeah. Like you haven't been messaging for two days. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're pretty serious now, actually. <laughs> yeah, like well, you've you've got to shook her hand once. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were walking side by side, and we just like our pinkies brushed each other. And Electricity. Now I'm asking for her hand. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Logical progression. No, so yeah. so yeah. a couple of things. Let, let's set some um, some boundaries. So longer term mm. relationships, probably mm. six months plus. Um, yeah. You would assume that you've now come out of that honeymoon period. Some mm. some of the cracks are starting to show. Mm. Um, and also, another important thing is that it's not just, oh, we had a w- one fight one time over something silly. Yep. It's better to assume that this is possibly a recurring thing. And some of these issues are quite critical and possibly not reconcilable. Um, so, just want to be able to clarify that for our listeners. So... Don't be like, oh, you know, we had a silly argument once. That's it. The boy said I'm out. See ya. 
And also, like, why you shouldn't break up over one silly fight. Like, yeah. you feel mm. like there's mm. a lot of people, times where you might have fight and it just escalates because it wasn't dealt with properly or communicated properly or, yeah. you know, mm. resolved. Mm. Uh, and how to, I guess, how to avoid that situation. Yeah, and it comes, it comes back to, you know, your intentions. We said, mm. you know, earlier with our discussions, uh, especially with Father Sam, we talked about mm. how Christian dating, the end goal should always be marriage and mm. your intention should, you know, in the movies, like <laughs> when the girl's like, why didn't you fight for me? You need to fight <laughs> for this relationship. Like you gotta, like if you're not willing to actually, you know, if you don't see a future there, if you don't mm. want to be there, you're probably not going to mm. fight for the relationship. So I mm. guess that, that first point, that first discussion point is like, you know, making it work. Have mm. you done everything that you can mm. to make this relationship mm. work? Do you even want it to work? Are mm. you at a place where you potentially you're so... You know so what most people will ask, well, some people rather, some people will say, well, I shouldn't have to fight to make it work. Mm. Mm. It Something's should be effortless. Wrong. Yeah. Mm. yeah you'll always get that school of people who, who will literally be like, you know what? It's too hard. So with something Mark was saying off air... Uh-oh. Was was that <laughs> yeah <be> exposed? <laughs> was that if you don't fight, that's actually unhealthy. That's actually yeah. not a good sign. So mm. don't take this in the sense that our oh, conflict is necessarily a bad thing. Mm. It's how we go about dealing with that conflict. Mm. So yeah, conflict is a healthy part of mm. a relationship. Yeah, but I guess Dave, back to your original question: Is there such thing as too like can you fight too much for a relationship? Like when does it get to the point that's where right. it's, yeah, yeah. where you've like done everything you can like can you is there a point where it's like i'm going above and beyond where i need to yeah i i would think so i think and you're there kind of like are, you're pushing something up here now where you should exactly have to. yeah i think i think that's definitely a potential that's definitely a potential but mm-hmm. if you haven't even put any effort in at all yeah. if you're expecting it to be a completely smooth ride there's mm-hmm. gonna be no bumps like mm-hmm. you know you're you're you're, yeah. you're delusional i'm yeah. sorry to say because yeah. relationships are very 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 hard work mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know we talk about the the christian ideal of um you know, a man being leading in a Christ-like manner, mm. laying down his life for his partner, mm. that is hard work. That is mm. self-sacrifice. It's not mm. easy. It's not pretty a lot of the time. Like, mm. you know, to do the right thing in the relationship is not always an easy thing. So mm. we should expect some. But but as you said, yeah, if it's if it's to a point where it's you're just pushing something uphill that mm. is never going to work or maybe mm. should have never even started, then, mm. you know, that's a different question. Mm. I um, guess Abuna Sam talked a little bit about that last week as well. Yeah, like he did, yeah. Mm, on the subject of Abuna Sam, I want to, um, <laughs> I guess, share a little bit of wisdom. So he he oversees um, my relationship with Steph. We've basically heard all Steph. your confessions yeah, from that out. last. <laughs> shout out to Steph. Oh, oh, that's got it one. out of the way. He finally, <laughs> we can, we that's can what move I on. Got it out earlier. <laughs> we can move on. No, but he actually he clarified something mm. for for us, which was actually groundbreaking, almost in the sense that he was like people think relationships are hard work in terms of the fights the conflict the the you know the making up and like that hurt and pain he's like when people say relationships are hard work relationships are hard work in terms of doing the positive things and setting the foundations and those stepping stones so Mm. yeah you have to work hard to communicate rather than people necessarily think our relationships so hard because i have to constantly forgive Mm. And because they've got so much pain pent up and hurt and, mm. and damage that was done, mm. that's actually not the hard work that we're referring to. Mm. That's the, that's a red flag. That's a, mm. a symptom of a bigger problem there. Mm. So when we're talking about hard work, like, yes, relationships are hard work and no one's mm. ever denied that and we certainly won't. Mm. But 
your focus and attention with that hard work should be on establishing that positive and healthy foundation. Yeah. What you're yeah. building your house on, basically. Mm-hmm. And I guess if, if there's no hard work that's got into it, then you can't really be surprised when the cracks start to show and, you know, mm. things mm. start to fall apart because... Yeah, you haven't done what's required of you, I guess. Yeah, because uh, we're not talking. <laughs> we're not talking about something that's above and beyond. Like we're yeah. not talking about superhuman. You know, um, we're talking about something that is should be. You know, a, this standard that we're trying to talk about yeah. that we're trying yeah. to re- attain mm. to. I think. Yeah, and we'll come back to red flags and that sort mm. of stuff later. But I want to dwell sure. on that that mm. communication point for a second because, like, one of at at the heart of this you know platform that we started is uh, you know starting conversations and sharing things that mm. we wish we knew mm. we wish that someone told us when we were younger yeah. and one of the biggest things for myself is that the importance of communication the importance of speaking up mm. you have to communicate things mm. like no matter how uncomfortable it is to have a difficult conversation mm. to say hey you know this is actually really upsetting me it mm. is so important to do that because mm. if you just bury things under the carpet mm. and hope that they'll improve on, on their own or you're too scared mm. to raise issues with your partner mm. that is going to lead to resentment and mm. bitterness which is going to compound over time and then the next time that you have a fight you know he or she might be bringing up one or two things you're bringing up six things that you've been dwelling on for the last mm. seven months you know what i mean like so it's, well now that you mention <laughs> no yeah and it, it causes an explosion yeah. and you you blindside the other person most yeah. of the time because they're like well where is all Where's of this, this coming, coming from? from yeah yeah you know and and mm. sometimes that can feel like well because of the explosion oh yeah this relationship definitely has to end Mm. but it's not necessarily the case like we need to learn um, as men to communicate like don't be scared Mm. to have um, difficult conversations uneasy conversations because yeah you you have for yourself and for your partner you have to communicate those Mm. things I want to ask you both a difficult question as well so on the subject of being a man and communicating these things do you guys think that if You've got a you know young gentleman that he's been in a relationship for a while. It's at that makeup or breakup point. He's seriously thinking, you know what? It's maybe time to to shut shop and and call call it quits. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that should be communicated that he's thinking of that prior to the actual deed? Like maybe the deed the takes deed? Six, <laughs> maybe it takes six months. You know, I'm yeah. gonna pray about it. I'm gonna you know talk to my trusted advisors about it. I'm gonna yeah. see how it goes. I'm gonna try mm-hmm. etc. But do you think that the the opposite person, guy or girl, because it works both ways, deserves to know? Yeah, but you're thinking that's that. a hard conversation. Like, hey, I'm actually not. That's a tough question. This. That's a tough question. Mike, what do you think? Um, I guess the the best way to think about it for me is: Would I want that done to me? Like, if if someone else was had these thoughts, would mm. I want to hear them? Mm. Um. I'd feel like I was on probation. Yeah, I, I get. Yeah, I know. I think, but but then again, I would ha- like my personality is I hate surprises and I well like like not surprises. There but you have it, ladies. Don't. <laughs> well, because some people will say, "I wish you had told me sooner." Yeah, but because some like it doesn't mean that you're you know this is it like this is the beginning of the end like (laughs) we've set a timeline for wrapping this up but Mm -hmm. it's just like maybe if you know i've had there's been a few issues that i think are making me feel like this and uh, making me feel like i don't want to be in this relationship or maybe there's some space to like Mm. work on them Yeah, yeah but i just feel like if it gets you know for example six months before you break up you've started to have these thoughts Mm. and all of a sudden it just comes out and you you're blindsided Mm. 
then I, I think it becomes a lot harder to repair, I think. Yeah. That's, that's just like, I'd, I'd feel like I would want, but again, I like I said, I hate unpredictability and, mm. you know, and I think mo- some, most guys kind of do, but you want kind of know, you want to be kind of kept mm. in the loop. I don't yeah. know, that's the way I feel. I don't know if girls would feel the same or if other guys, yeah. I don't know, Dave, what you think. I think uh, wording is important. I don't think you yeah. have to necessarily say, hey, I've actually been thinking about <laughs> ending this, but you can definitely say, look, I, I need to be real with you. Yeah something has been really bothering me or a few things have been really like I've been really upset lately you sound like you've done this before maybe I have (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's important to learn how to do that Mm -hmm. you know and uh, typically I'm generalizing here but as men we're not necessarily that good at it Mm -hmm. like especially even just within our own friendships like we're not good at like calling each other out and be like hey by the way you actually kind of really offended me when you did and that's, that's something I was going to bring up earlier actually just to derail your answer but is like you can't expect and like I think like a confession here is I I expected that this stuff would change like mm. you know the, the day that you're in a relationship I expected the flip mm. to switch and you're going to be the best communicator in the world and like <laughs> I'm such a gentleman now <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I ex- that's what I expected and it wasn't like that at all mm. and I think if you're single or if even if you're not but like if you you're someone that is struggles to have open conversations or be open with your friends which I think I think there's a little bit of it that in most guys yeah. it's good to practice that now mm. yeah. um, and some guys like you know typically would interpret that as weakness like yeah. if I showing yeah. that vulnerability to be like oh you actually upset me or I'm yeah. not happy in this relationship mm. or whatever like and, and then to, like to be honest there's there's no room for that yeah. in a relationship you, you, you can't, can't yeah. think that way because yeah. if you can't be open if you can't communicate it's yeah. one of those big yeah. pillars right I guess yeah. what is it like trust communication um, I don't know depends on your your, your creed and your profession yeah. like what you might think yeah. but but trust and communication are two of the biggest pillars yeah. in any relationship you and know? I guess like, I'd argue if you don't sorry right? I guess mm. I'd argue if you don't communicate that something upsets you you're not actually going to get the person you want mm. or they're not you're like yeah you're not going to be happy because you haven't set a boundary yeah. to say this is what I like this is what I don't like yeah, yeah. if you haven't said that then everything is acceptable mm, yeah, whether exactly you right. like yeah. when you do this that's acceptable when you do this that's acceptable like mm. there's nothing to say mm. and it goes back to you know like when a parent raises a kid they're taught to say no because they're taught to say I don't like this and I like this and that's how the kid mm. figures out who mm. they are and what they like so I think yeah. you could probably argue mm. that it's not argue ju- both ways. Yeah, it's not just going to break up mm. your relationship, but I think it's just going to make you unhappy. Not mm. I think I think if we were to give you guys, our listeners, a solution, I suppose, is that if the dynamic of your relationship with your significant other affords you to be able to communicate mm. openly like that, I think that it would be fair to uh, and give them justice in terms of, of course, the delivery as well. That's mm. a, the assumption mm. here, but to come out and say you know I, I, I've been feeling this type of way for this mm. long and these are my reasons or whatever mm. if that's not you mm. and this leads me kind of onto the next point of making it work is communicate with somebody mm. be it you know a trusted friend a father of confession a yeah. parent mm. someone that you know well enough to advise you <clears throat> and to be able to help you make the right choice and it doesn't have to be a decision then and there Mm. part of making it work is also buying time Mm. to be able to be advised for you to make your own changes for you to prey on it for a little while to give that other person a fair chance to be able to rectify (coughs) some of these issues Mm. and to understand whether or not these are rectifiable Mm. Um, and Dina said Dina mentioned that in episode 2 about like with her and Andrew you've got to pick the right time like mm. you know Andrew has to pick the right time and make sure that you know it's 
and she's in the right mood and, and all that sort of thing and it's not <laughs> and it's not manipulating her or anything mm. but it's just you've got to you know timing is right um, yeah. and so she wasn't even offended by saying like he butters me up yeah like deliver something yeah, yeah and sure. it goes like it goes both ways like you can't give someone the silent treatment because you haven't mm. been feeling it and then yeah. go and have this huge conversation like you're, yeah it, it's and go- going back to your point mark about like kind of teaching each other how to like it's very very cheesy but there's a guy sebastian song called art of love mm. and he's saying like you know we're still learning we're still earning learning the art of love learning mm. how to love each other yeah. how to forgive each other how to talk mm. how to fight mm. we're learning these things yeah. and like it, i think also obviously i'm no expert but relationships is also like a commitment to lifelong learning learning yeah. learning, mm-hmm. learning yeah. growing in intimacy yeah. with each other and yeah. and like yeah. all of those different things mm-hmm. um, i think i think yeah. one of the integral issues and these are one of the, the problems that i've got with society in general is i feel like everyone's got <laughs> well everyone's gone soft like easy come easy go we've yeah. lost a lot of that strength and that resilience yeah. so for me i look at it like in terms of if you're going through this thought process right now you're listening to this episode and you're thinking oh this kind of sounds like me what do i do mm. I think you've got to look at the bigger picture and and go, okay, well, do I love this person? Is there a Mm. long history there? Mm. Is the majority of our time spent together actually quite positive and enjoyable and memorable? Is this potentially just a phase that we're going through? Like they're going through exams at the moment and they're very unbearable or work's quite busy. (laughs) Don't do it in the middle of exams. Oh my Lord. We'll talk about the timing. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about it because that's a very, very important thing. And I guarantee you that those conversations are almost always like fruitful in mm. one way or another like yeah. either you're the other person's like yeah I've been feeling the exact same way and I just yeah. had yeah. you know the courage to say it or you know you realise that just talking about things brings yeah, out yeah. issues that, mm. and you f- you start to formulate well hang on like this is a pretty stupid thing like why am I even bringing it up <laughs> mm. but mm. just now that it's out in the open um, but that, but yeah I think there's no such thing as something that's like too trivial to bring up no and then yeah. I, I was actually I was having breakfast with a friend of mine this morning and mm. he's he's a lot younger than me but he's very wise for his age and he was saying how like um, with his girlfriend like there were some things that um, she like he initially thought were very you know trivial it's like it's a silly thing to bring up but then he learned the importance of giving that the respect and listening to what she was saying Mm. taking on board and saying like okay i understand that now i understand that that actually bothers you when Mm. i do this Mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna take that on board like so there's there's nothing and i think that also builds that trust Mm. and the respect and like yeah. both partners feeling secure in the relationship yeah. because well when I bring something up they actually listen to me yeah. you know so it's it's really mm. important yeah. and um, you're not afraid it's a healthy like, catalyst as well for change yeah, like, exactly yeah. Yeah. and you're not afraid to make spark. a mistake or mm. like because yeah. you know that if you make a mistake the other person will be forthcoming with you and bringing it up <laughs> and, yeah. and calling you out on it and so yeah. you tread less on eggshells I mm. guess mm. One um one practical like spiritual point I wanted to share because Ray you, you talked about buying time and the importance of prayer and mm. um, Father Sam also you know it was very comforting that he was kind of explaining that if you keep God with you throughout the whole process mm. and you're praying for it and you mm. like he will lead you he'll mm. bless you like whether mm. that's closing the door or opening mm. it he'll guide you and I think yeah. that's very comforting um, and some verses from James chapter one. Um, from verse 5 it says if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask God who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him but let him ask in faith with no doubting for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind so I think like it's a really beautiful especially as men you know being in our room on our knees asking God like please give me the wisdom to, to mm. how to lead in this relationship give me the wisdom as to whether or not this is right for me how to deal with mm. this problem like how to put out this fire that's happened. And I think mm. like 
you know, just if you've done that from the bottom of your heart, trust that God will guide you. Trust that He'll give you the right words next time you guys are in that can, conflict. You know, can I build on this for sure? This particular topic. So, and this comes from a, a place of experience. So, when whenever I was kind of going through phases of conflict, right, in not just my current relationship but in past ones too, it was okay step one is to you know get onto your knees and open up to god and Mm. pray to god Mm. but step two which is the extension of that is actually behaving like a christian yeah so (laughs) by that by that what i mean i mean you can't throw chairs across the room (laughs) i wish someone had told me sooner (laughs) sorry steph oh my (laughs) lord (laughs) no but in terms of like you know, are you the person that extends the olive branch in the middle of conflict? Yep. Are you approaching yep. it with humility? You know, are you actually doing your part? And I think that leads on to the next point of making it work, which yep. is check your own self. Mm. How are you showing up? Yep. You know, I'm waiting for, da- for Dave to <laughs> come on and chicken and check <laughs> yourself for your wreck yourself. <laughs> I was just waiting. Ice Cube, he, he was like looking at me dying for it. <laughs> Ice Cube is very wise. No, but an extension of, yeah. of buying yourself time is also, hey, I myself am going to give this a go by showing up better. Yep. And I think we get caught into this trap of like, it's the blame game. Yep. So it's like, ah, oh, my issues and I'm entitled to feel this way and you have to change towards me and, and to mold into what I want. Whereas... Sometimes if you just like let some one thing go one time, mm. you know, it, the, the argument's over. Yeah. Or if you just, you know, it's okay. Like if you give a bit of reassurance, a little bit of security, mm. you know, if you show up with a little bit of humility. Mm. So if you guys are experiencing a bit of conflict, ask yourself, okay, well, can I actually show up better? Like, is that going to solve 50% of the problem? Mm. Yeah. So I, I, I genuinely believe that a lot of people want to take the easy road out yeah. you know and say it's not on me I haven't done anything wrong there's a bit of pride that's there there's a little bit of I guess denial if you want to call it that mm. and I also think that we lack wisdom to think that you know what I could be happier and more comfortable if I showed up better yeah. but I don't yeah. think that people have really sat down and taken a step back to wrap their head around that concept yeah and it goes back to um, you know episode 3 conflict resolution that humans of New York quote how mm. um, the Coptic priest was saying that humility is the shortest distance between you mm. and another person so you um, taking that that Christ-like leadership in your relationship and mm. you being the one to humble yourself and, mm. and you know, put out that fire quickly. You know, mm. that there's so much blessing there. And it reminds me of something that Ray said to me actually one time. Um, wow. Yeah, probably the only, you know, wise Useful. words that have ever come out of his mouth. <laughs> but he was Thanks. he was saying to me that, like, y- you can't conduct yourself based on, like, should should have or mm. should, you know, like, she shouldn't have said this or mm. that shouldn't have even been done. Mm. I shouldn't even have to deal with that problem. Did you, I say this? Yes, you did. <laughs> Is it, why are you like, you're like, God, damn, I got to take my own advice. <laughs> no, well, but yeah, like, he, sorry against that. <laughs> But he was explaining to me, like, it, you can't operate on should-haves. You need mm. to do what is right, mm. like, to do what's right mm. for the relationship, which and is sometimes that olive branch. And what's, it, what, what, and what's in your control as well? Like, you yeah. can't control the way the other person reacts, speaks, thinks. You can, yeah. mm. you can it's actually it. best for you to assume that that person will never change. Like, yeah. when you're in a exactly. relationship with I think with Father that, Sam said that as well, yeah. Mm. He, he told me that in private as well. He's like... Mm. You need to look at Steph, and this was prior to us getting engaged. That's the number three on shout out count. Bro, if anyone's like keeping count, <laughs> that, that wasn't a shout out. No, but he actually said, if hypothetically, right, Steph never changed, right, would you be happy? 
Yeah, would yeah. you still love her in the same way? Mm. If she never improved on, on any of her faults or flaws. Mm. And he, it turns out he actually went and told her exactly the same thing. So lucky she said yes. But anyway. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> so it's also like not just working on yourself and showing up better, mm. but also being more just accepting of that person that you love. Like it, mm. it sounds sounds silly. And, like accept the, your the, your person. Yeah. Uh, but mm. I don't, I don't think. But I think on the flip side is you shouldn't take it as a cop out as they should accept you know me throwing chairs. <laughs> yeah, across yeah. Well, <laughs> depending on what it is. Look. But I, I wanted to um just back to what you were saying about step one praise, step two extend the olive branch, and back to James chapter one. Actually, there's a a good kind of um like process for this, which is uh, let every man be swift to hear, slow mm. to speak, slow to wrath. Mm. And so I think pray and then listen, like just. Hear the other person out and sort of thing because <laughs> slow to speak. Every man is like, what? <laughs> yeah, I must. I think speak. We're, we're guilty of that on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> Very quick oh, to yeah, speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, just let like I think it's like it's that verse is talking about buying time. Like if you hear the other person out, you've got time to just process, listen, yeah, process, digest, yeah. digest, and it like it also result like get rid of anger because anger is generally a quite a mm. reactive mm. kind of thing. Like it's you know you don't stew for five days and then all of a sudden react angrily it's generally a, a you know a, a knee-jerk reaction but yeah, of course if you take the time mm. i think yeah at least you've taken anger out of the equation um yeah. and a buna like father elijah recently gave a talk about this and he talked about um i forgot the guy's name john something but he was talking about the oh yes john gu- something <laughs> i think goodman let's call him john good john smith the guy he did the study and he was like i can predict with like 97 percent accuracy based on a couple oh, right yeah, yeah couple arguing if they're going to be divorced in five years um, yeah i do remember that mm. and and one of them i think was criticism and, and is it, this it, the four horsemen yeah the four yeah, horsemen yeah. Yeah, yeah i only I, know that because of jordan peterson <laughs> <laughs> but i'm trying to like i think it's john goodman i think john, it's um resentment um Critici- like criticism. Uh, maybe right. we should look it up and come I think back we should to look this up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. look it up. You, you keep. I going. also want to give give our listeners a bit of practical advice Gottman. as well. Sorry, John. There Gottman. you go, Gottman. Yep. Well, one of the things in terms of making an assessment as to whether or not you should continue or discontinue a relationship, right? It's very hard to remain angry and very hard to show up in a negative way for someone that you're regularly praying for and mm. praying with. Yep. Yep. If That's you're true. if you're praying together and praying for this person and you know that you know that your relationship with God is very solid and you mm. still continue to have issues and arguments and conflict and problems that seem never see the light at the end of the tunnel mm. it's almost never going to be resolved. Yep. That for me and this is not a segue to the next topic that for me is a segue. red flag. Yeah. But yeah, and I think definitely. that goes back to what we said earlier is should you tell the other person if you yeah. you know if you're not feeling it. And one of the key reasons that I think you should is so that you know that the other person is also praying mm. because if if they think well I mean the other person should be praying anyway but especially if there's conflict or if things yeah. are on the rocks should be praying harder. Yeah. Um but if you know that they're praying then you know that you're both you know you both aiming at the right goal mm, but exactly. if one person's got if you've got two different goals then yep. you know um, like wh- where are you going you, what are you, you going to do mate <laughs> you guys are like walking away from each other yeah. not walking towards but yeah you. You, both parties can't neglect that time alone individually with God mm. and like with the yep, Bible yep. praying yep. because otherwise you're just not going to be equipped yep. you need that time of the word of God praying mm. so you will have the patience you will be able to show that um, love and tenderness towards your partner instead of just coming in there like you know 
<laughs> Chairs <laughs> flying <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> what, how did this become a thing? Arabic oh, TV show. Arabic yeah. TV <laughs> oh, I love Arabs. Um, so on that point, so moving yeah. on to... Um, I just want to do the summarize thing. Yeah, go for like it. We haven't done it. The, so, tangible the tangible helicopter view coming down high top level. <laughs> Did I get it's, everything? It's a helicopter view. That's what I said. First of all. But was it's a it, tangible it helicopter. It was an amalgamation. So there's some tangibles from our listeners, some helicopter view stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> I've even forgotten what step number one is, guys. Come on. Pray. <laughs> yeah. Get step number knees. step step number one. When in doubt, pray. <laughs> that's the answer. Being obviously, you know, communicate. Yep. Okay. Yep. Whether that be to your significant other or to your most trusted advisor and most of all communicating to God, AKA mm. prayer. Mm. Number two, check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Go for it. So, Go for it. Darren. I already did it. I already did it. I already did it. I already did it. Can we get the real song? <laughs> <laughs> no, but on that, just on that yeah. point as well. And especially the advisors, because you like your advisors, they have no other motive, right? If they, mm. they love you, well, they hopefully, unconditionally. Well, so. Like, don't go and ask her best friend. Oh like. yeah. Well, gee, that's a terrible <laughs> idea. But yeah, like they will tell you how it is. So they'll, yeah. they'll call you out if like yeah. you're the one that's actually been contributing mm, to this yeah. issue that's at hand. So that's the other, you know, that yeah. I've had plenty of conversations with, you know, confession father or especially my mum and it's you, you get wrecked you like yeah. you might think that you're going to get validated for your, how you think oh, or your actions yeah. and you come out there being like mate maybe I was the problem <laughs> you know so you know what it's funny because in my mum's eyes Steph can do no wrong so when I get <laughs> as com- it should be when I get a complaint to my <laughs> mum about be. like if we've had a you know a little argument or whatever and I go complain to my mum she's like you are the problem you don't understand it's <laughs> oh. very diff- difficult to, to wow, live with wow. and I'm like oh, so, okay Thanks, mum. So like- you gave your mum a thick accent and a stutter. Wow. Very gracious. She's not going to listen to this anyway. Well, you never know. Shout out to my mum. Tanta, uh, I'm going to let you listen to this. <laughs> no, Back to anyway, your recap. So obviously point number two being check yourself. Mm. Show up better. Extend the olive branch. Do your part. Do yeah. what you can control. Mm. Um, and then obviously praying together, right? Mm. And actually trying to both work you know, in sync with each other simultaneously towards that same united goal. Yeah. And I think if by point three, like, you know, you're trying your best and you're actually trying to, to like go through these proactive steps of, you know, I'm doing point one, two, three, I'm communicating to you. I have the desire to pray with you. Mm. You start to think, okay, well, like something's got to give here, mm. you know? And so if I was in that position, hypothetically, I'd be like, well, maybe either this is destined to fail or maybe the other person actually doesn't want this to happen. Mm. And that's something that I think is as a another point of discussion is like, what if you're, you feel like you're basically forcing that person to mm. stay with you? Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. and you'll find, especially, again, I, I apologize for generalizing, but more often than not, it's typically the females that are holding on for dear life and the guys that sort of lose interest. Mm. Um but what would you guys say to someone that's kind of like, look, I'm a little bit lukewarm. She really loves me. She'll bend over backwards for me. But I oh, just, oh, I'm not feeling it anymore. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. But I think, you know, and there's two categories to, to that. The first one mm. being that if it's still um, relatively early on, like as Father Sam is explaining, it's fine. You need you, you should take time to do your due diligence to um, work out, is this the person I want to spend the mm. rest of my life with? Mm. So you don't have to be 100% I'm going to marry her, but you need to have enough intention and desire to at least continue the process. Mm. That's the first category. Just take the next step. Yeah, but right. exactly. Mm. But if it if it's like, you know, way past that point, 
and she's head over heels and you're not just feel like I think that's probably one of the worst things as men that we can do that if you're mm-hmm. not 100% to stick around because you're doing a disservice to her you're doing a disservice to yourself and mm-hmm. I think it, it's the worst thing that you can do to actually lead someone on because at some point it happens more that's going to come out you think it does as yeah well. at some point that's going to come yeah. out and it it more often than not it's going to be very explosive because that's one of those things that you know, he might feel like he has to mm. constantly hide. And then he's like, well, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Mm. I can't pretend that I, I want this anymore. Mm. And it's going to, that would be so hurtful to her. Mm. You know, you the know? reason as to why I, I asked the que- the question in that way is because it's a symptom of a larger problem, mm. which I believe is a cultural problem, mm. yeah. which is this idea of we must stay together yeah. because of the fact that, okay, she's good for me or yeah. my parents like her or on paper, she ticks all the boxes. Or I'm expected to settle down by this age. Yeah, everyone else there, is in a relationship mm, there's there's several different factors that come into play but that whole idea of we should stay mm. together and mm. even if it's just time like oh we've been together for four years now so I mean what's the point in starting the process yeah. all over again with someone else yeah. but I, I, that's, I that's think a big that's one quite, that's yeah. a bit like the fear of having to start again and mm. having to start from scratch like revealing yourself to, to someone and yeah. learning the whole mm. learning process and mm. that like you know there's there's like a fatigue and there's mm. a disillusionment there so but but mm. that's never a reason to stay it's actually easier never for some, a reason to stay well some people think it's easier to stay than go mm. because you're comfortable you don't want to go through the healing process yeah. but not in the long term <laughs> long term know, it's just pain yeah. sometimes Heartbreak. some people have blinkers on and they can't yeah. see past a certain point mm. that's true but to add another one to that uh, list of things is also when you get your uh, emotions a little bit confused and you think that the first three months should be like the rest of it yeah. where you think mm. like oh, I'm not feeling this anymore mm. but actually in actual fact it's just that honeymoon period over. yeah that, that yeah. period mm. is over and you've you've got to kind of you know and this may sound a little bit harsh but just grow up a little bit and and yeah. expect and mm. I remember a pre- like one of the priests that runs a pre-medical course saying one of the major reasons <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking about the question that you the told what? us from the questionnaire earlier oh, but- <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> we were discussing something off air that is highly inappropriate, as we do, <laughs> and not very righteous at all. No, so hey, therefore, no, we no, should tell them what it is. It's in the questionnaire. Anyway, stay tuned for, yeah, for, for, for later series. <laughs> um, no, so he was saying one of the major reasons for for divorce, divorce, sorry, divorce, for divorce is wrong ex- or incorrect expectations, yeah. or so having the expectation that this honeymoon period is going to last, you know, three years into the mm, relationship mm, yeah. and it not being like that. And I, um, and we've seen this like, you know, in um, messages that we got and all that sort of thing where people Yeah, I think kind someone, of, someone asked like, what, you know, what if there's no fireworks? Yeah, you know? what if there's no fireworks? Or And I think that mm. can also become a problem later on where the person, you know, where things like affairs and stuff start to happen is just because Ooh. you want... The fireworks was all the you, time. You want yeah, the fireworks the all the time, so you go out el- somewhere else and seek it. Mm. Um, mm. And and I guess maybe for guys that might be a little bit more of an issue because emotions mm. don't tend to be kind of you know the mm. more prioritized or mm. you know the the bigger factor. Whereas maybe mm. for for women that's it's a bigger I factor. Actually, but- I well, I actually remember talking to a like a relationship counselor or specialist or whatever you want to call them. Is everything them. all right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> So uh, they they basically they were giving a like a talk to yeah. to youth group or whatever, and they were saying that there's kind of three stages of a relationship that mm. most people expect the first stage and don't realize that the other two even exist. Mm. Um, well, I think it was actually it was four stages. Um, obviously, number one being honeymoon, like it's all exciting and 
and whatnot and, mm. and, and the fireworks and the feelings and the butterflies and mm. all that sort of stuff. And then you kind of go on to stage two, which you, some like honeymoon period for some people lasts anywhere between a month to a year, mm. give or take, you know, mm. depending on, on your circumstances. But mm. all of a sudden you shift into power struggle phase mm. and it seems like everything is conflict mm. because, you know, the masks kind of come off and the routine sort of settles in and mm. you start to sort of see you know, what each other's opinions are and how you actually deal with conflict mm. and you start to sort of butt heads and disagree a little bit. Mm. And so some people work through that phase mm. and actually they develop a, a healthy relationship and a more solid and strong foundation mm. through that mm. to then what's called the acceptance phase mm-hmm. where you're actually just very content with the way that each person is. And so you don't necessarily look at each conflict or argument as it needs to have an outcome or a winner it's just happy to just be like well you know that if you think that way mm. and i think this way and you do things that way and i do things this way yeah. like that's cool i don't don't yeah. love you any less and then the final point about it is that that's actually cyclical so yeah you might for example go through the honeymoon phase when you first meet mm. then go through it again when you first get engaged mm. then go through it again when you get married mm. and even go through it again when you know you have children mm. And so you might also experience the other phases of a relationship Mm. too. So Mm. most people, they assume that, oh, okay, we went through a rough patch. Mm. Um, We got out of it. It's all good and think I'm never going to fight with this Mm. person again. Mm. Right. So for me, it's about acquiring skills Mm. to be able to resolve conflict, not actually just get an outcome Mm. from the conflict. Yeah. So. And I I think it's it's good that you said it's cyclical because- uh, like I was going to flip it back on you and say, well, then should we never ever expect, ex- expect excitement in a relationship? Because, mm. you know, you see those 50 year old couples that are madly in love with yeah. each other. And like, yeah. surely, you know, you guys have gone through problems. But I think it would be wrong to number one, assume that it's always going to be like that because then mm. you're not open to the possibility that there's actually something fundamentally wrong with the relationship. So I think mm. it has to be a cycle. But I think it would be wrong to say that it, it shouldn't be exciting because I think yeah, you, like, need, you need to have, uh, you need to some, have yeah like you should be looking there. forward to seeing this person you should be like yeah, looking forward to spending mm. the rest of your life with them and you need to be enjoying the journey yeah you and if you feel like it's just going to be a, ups and downs a burden for the next 60 years <laughs> then you probably shouldn't be doing it like, <laughs> like if it just feels it's genuinely going to like and I mean bringing it back to a spiritual thing it's that that resurrection at the end of the cross is it, there mm. should be like joy, joy and peace mm, and thing exactly. at the end of mm. that kind of road mm. and it and I think in a relationship, as you summed it up perfectly, I think it's a cycle and it's For sure. learning as with the rest of life. Like it's just learning to get through mm, that mm. rough patch instead of being I, like, there has to be a resolution. I think, I think there's also beauty in learning the inner depths of your person as mm. well. Mm. You know, like it, you can't explore that, that deep into a person's character and their morals and their values and what they really care about mm. if you never actually have that test. Mm. Yeah. And it takes time. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. It also takes time to work through conflict too. Like I would encourage everyone to go through and conduct, I guess, a health check of their relationship. Mm. And for me, some of those things are assessing how often you fight. If it's once every two or three days, you've got a problem. (laughs) If it's extending for two or three days per fight, (laughs) 
it's a problem. If, <laughs> well, if you're fighting every two or three days and it's three going times for, before my lunch break, <laughs> and it's going for two or three days, you're fighting that's all the time. The whole week <laughs> takes up the whole week. That's it. That's definitely a problem. If there's extended periods of silence, like in between communicating Ooh. with each other, you know, yeah. if there's threats of you know breakup and and mm. blocking each other and stuff like that, that's a problem. Yeah. Those those kinds of behaviors, yeah, it comes back to stuff that we've discussed earlier mm. in other episodes about mm. you know rules of engagement, having your rules about how you're going to fight, and yeah, giving each other silent treatment or, or threatening, you know, with ultimatums mm. or threatening to leave, like that, that. That's kind of you know you're getting down to a more abusive mm. um, route, and you're, you're never gonna have. Mm. <laughs> I, I think I did want to continue <laughs> on to this this particular point as well. Like these actually in Father Sam's words as well. Um, is that because the fact that those symptoms exist are not necessarily a cause to leave. Yeah. It's what That's is right. creating those symptoms. Yeah. You yeah. know, so if you are fighting every two or three days, it's not because of the frequency of the fights. Go go a step deeper into it and understand, okay, are some of these fights really stupid? Mm-hmm. And I'm just tense and I'm stressed and I'm edgy and I'm, yeah. I just don't know how to figure out yeah. myself yeah. and how mm-hmm. I'm showing up. Yeah. And, then, and okay. like you're, you know, you're having all the fights over text message, for example, and like, no. like you never ever, like yeah. I think, yeah, you could just be blowing up at every single fight, and they're mm. the smallest things. The purpose um, of conducting that health assessment is to be able to identify where mm. I should put, like place my attention, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, but if if for some reason that you go deeper into this this whole, okay, I've identified that mm. the frequency and the intensity mm. and the consequences of each one of our arguments mm. or conflict is quite severe, mm. then I think that it, it actually warrants taking a huge step back and saying, okay, I need to, as an individual, think about whether or not this can be rectified mm. or if this is the symptom of a larger problem being that maybe this person actually i'm just not compatible with this person mm-hmm. you know or maybe i've got some traits that i need to work on before i can even exist in the context of a relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no that's really good and i think that that gives us a nice lead into the um the next Segway. segment <laughs> so what which is uh red flags mm. which <laughs> before you before we go into red flags mm. i want to throw a curveball what if there isn't anything I love wrong? curveballs Yep. What if there isn't anything wrong? Mm, that's an interesting one. What if just you're like plodding you're not, along? You're yeah, you're just plodding it? along, male, you know, for the guy or the girl, you're just going along. And I, I mean, I guess we touched on it a little bit earlier, which mm. is, you know, I know this person is, is good for me, but they're just not feeling it. But yeah, what if you're just going along? There's, you know, you might have, you know, a fight every couple of weeks or whatever, but it's, you know, they're not major and, you it's know, your parents warm, like each other and, stage. you know, you, mm. you get along and your friends and whatever, but you're just not feeling it. Mm. Then what do you do? Yeah, I think we, I think we kind of, yeah, I think we touched on that. Like, um, you know, the 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 two different categories. That if yeah. you, if you're still early on, like, you know, it's fine. Like, you yeah. you, you, you need to give it time. Should to, you fight? Should you then, should you go start some fights? Hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> no, like interesting. Well, <laughs> you're just conducting an experiment. Like, Sorry, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, walk out of here and just like. <laughs> I think because um, I think that happens a lot, like especially you know if they're two people that are both spiritual, both in the church, whatever. You're not mm. going to get probably the explosive things, um, mm. but you might just not be feeling it. Um, mm. Or have already. I think discussed. it ultimately <laughs> depends on look how long have you felt that way. Mm. 
right? Is it kind of like, oh, I'm just passing through, you know, a quiet month of the year and yeah. whatever? Mm. Or is this like two, three, four months go mm. by? We're still seeing each other regularly, but like, I'm not really that mm. excited to see. No, him. yeah, if, if, if it's canc- a consistent I've feeling, I've cancelled on no. her a couple of times because no, I'd no, rather no, be no, elsewhere. No, 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 you need no, no, no. That's not right. <laughs> Say so no one more time. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, if you're if you're consistently feeling that way and yeah, cancelling dates and like you're just mm. not nah. <laughs> No, yeah, that's not, just that's that's not right. That's not right <laughs> advice. No. You're, nah. you're wasting. You're wasting her time. You're wasting yeah. your own time. Like again, the intention is marriage. Yeah. Mm. You should have mm. that desire to mm. continue. Mm. You don't need to feel fireworks 27, 44, <laughs> 7, 27, 4. You don't need to feel, <laughs> feel it all the time. But you should have that desire. Like and yeah. and as Christian men, we should not be leading well, women on. We have the be... desire to confidently know you want to take the mm. next step. Yeah, and exactly. I guess the desire comes, you know, from God as well. Like if if God is truly yeah, like, like that, yeah. in the middle of this, surely like you know, his if God is. I in think con- there's a there's a difference though between sort of being just lukewarm and plodding yeah. along versus like, hey, I actually don't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> if you're if you're spending time with her and you feel like just bored and disengaged on a regular basis, yeah. bro, that like you need to <laughs> yeah. leave that. <laughs> That's not. That's not right. That like is I'm seeing her right. once a week just so that she stops complaining. Or, yeah. or as you were saying, like you know, she's good for me. Like if you're, if you're mm. like forcing yourself mm. to date her mm. because you think on paper she's a great option. Mm. Like what are you but doing, I think as guys? Like, <laughs> like we do that a lot because we're more logical and reason. No, like I don't know. Like can I, I can't. Can do I that. say something? Right? I'm not. I'm not saying it's right. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying as guys, we can tend to fall. But, into, yeah, but how would to, how would a guy comfortably do that? How would you what? comfortably rock up and like you know pick her up and go out or sit across mm. from a table and like yeah, and the whole time you're like like is she ever going to stop talking? Like what's going on? Like can I eat her? chicken is she gonna finish All right, it uh, why are you so triggered like are you okay um, i'm fine can i just say something though like okay you know whether or not you love someone right it's as very very simple as that like yes you will <laughs> you will go through like for example you know getting towards the end of, of the year like we're recording this in mid-december and it's kind of like work is really really busy for both steph and i and like i'm distracted by a million things more often than not I finish my day extremely exhausted, mm. blah, 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 blah. There's nothing that's actually critical. It's just you, you're you ticking off each day or whatever, mm. but not sitting there going, oh, I don't know whether I love this girl mm. or not. Mm. It's it's different. It's very different when you're just kind of like, look, I, it's very monotone and repetitive and mm. yeah. it's routine, etc. Mm. But I know full well that I can see myself spending the rest of my life with this person. And I guess that comes back to two different things. It's a very different category. Not expecting the. Don't, don't, don't. (laughs) If you're trying to force yourself. <laughs> through a relationship that first if of all that's painful it's just like what are you doing but secondly that is never gonna last yeah, that is no, not sustainable not. like yeah. to do that so yeah. you, you should want to get to know mm. her you should be excited to mm. an extent to spend time with her and not just because to of the, an the physical yeah for, for sure to an extent yeah it needs to be that i think mm. it definitely needs to be that so you're going to spend the rest of your life with this person mm. you know so it's mm. uh that's important are we going to start on the red flags issue now? Right. Okay, red flags, red flags. Right. So, what is a red flag anyway? I hate this term flag. so much. <laughs> no. You know why I hate this term though is because I feel like it's misunderstood and it's overused, right? Mm. And it, it basically people use it as a justification to do yeah. whatever it is they want. Yeah, I think we throw it around. I think red flag should only be used for legitimate, you know, 
phenomenal Red flags. <laughs> yeah, things that are occurring in the relationship that are then are universally unacceptable. Mm. Like if this is present, this is a huge problem, mm. irrespective of who you are, how old you are, how long you've been dating. This is bad. This is mm. a problem that needs to be addressed. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe I we guess can, we can maybe reword it to non-negotiables, like. Mm. I don't know. I disagree because I think they're different. I think a red flag is something that universally, any relationship, it's it's just bad. Yeah, but that's but a non-negotiable mm. is something that's subjective for that person. Like for example, for me, well, for you, you know, she has to play ice hockey. That's just your non-negotiable, <laughs> and that's fine. You have every freedom to do that. I don't know why I made you Canadian, <laughs> but anyhow, I'm as an example, right? So <laughs> yeah. that's that's a non-negotiable yeah. for you. Yeah. That it's important for you yeah. that your partner but, but has I think, that. But I think there are some things in relationships that are universally non-negotiable. I'll, I'll tell that's you, that's a red flag in my book. I'll tell. Oh, fair enough. Okay, <laughs> can, can I give two two different examples? Like yes. for example, yeah. um, he. He raises his voice all the time. He yells at the top of his lungs. Mm. He screams at even the smallest, mm. tiniest little thing. That's a red flag. Yep. Yep. That's yep. universally and, accepted and as issues. In, yeah. yeah, inappropriate behavior yeah. that could Definitely. potentially have consequences. I, I guess the idea of flags, but, but Mark not ironing the back of his pants is not <laughs> a red flag. <laughs> He's never going to move that. Down. Just wanted to throw that in. <laughs> but so I think if the reason that it's a flag is that it's it's meant to be a warning sign. Like, hang yeah. on, stop. Slow down. like if you let's say like let's say we're talking about a race you know yeah. green flag go ahead you all you know all engines go but a red flag is hang on yep. there's danger ahead like slow down yep. Yep. stop you know because there's this you know raising your voice could become physical mm. violence later on hundred percent it might not be a reason to break up but it might just mm. be a reason to stop and be like reflect is, and address if and they if they cannot change this behavior and we're not and you know raising your voices and something be like oh well, that's my flaw you know you better accept it but mm. that's something that if you if that other person thinks it's a problem you need to change yeah um, especially very early on because yeah. early on in a relationship generally both people are on their best behavior they're yeah. kind of trying to hide yeah. their skeletons in the closet yeah. and again that's why we said it takes time yeah. to truly you know understand yeah. someone and where they're coming yeah. from all those but types i think of that's why as well we said early on try and have difficult yeah. conversations yeah. and and things that and don't shy away i guess from conflict can i yeah. can i also clarify something uh, and I'm not going to give an opinion. I'll let you guys give your thoughts on this. Mm. If you do notice red flags, is that or is it not a justification to walk away or is it something that can be addressed and improved? Yeah. I think you should try your best to address it. Can you red should... flags be addressed? Yes. because but, but if you address it and they either, they're extremely defensive or absolutely deny it or refuse to change or... Yeah, yeah, I promise I'm going to do better. I promise I'm going to well, do better. Well, question two and is, consistently can, red flags, can red flags be rectified? It's so possible. The, it's possible, but it's depends, very hard. Like and it depends. it depends on what it is. Yeah, like, it depends on what it is. Mm. So it's partially yes. Like there is yeah, a possibility. Like, like what's a red flag that could be rectified? Give us an example. Uh, he yells all the time. We'll stick with that, that one. Yeah. Like let's say, is there a hypothetical yeah. Yeah. world where... He just goes, oh, look, I didn't realize that I yell as much as yeah. I do. Like, I'll yeah. turn it down and yeah. I'll work on it and whatever. And that's it. Red yeah. flag but dissipates. But if he, if he has said that six, seven times and it and keeps nothing. happening, then she needs to, you know... I guess if there's an active effort to 
stop yelling or you know to you know and and mm. they've acknowledged it and they're gonna they're saying i'm gonna try and work on i yeah. can't promise that i'm yeah, gonna but, but actions will tomorrow. always speak louder exactly. than words that's what i'm saying there has to be there has to be you know it reminds me of and again only bible story i know but <laughs> joseph the reason that he <laughs> um, yeah the reason that he um at first didn't accept his but didn't tell his brothers who he was is that he wanted to see some sort of change in them mm. he wanted to see that they actually regretted what they did so back to what you're saying i think you have to see some yeah some tangible action yeah. that or the, mm. some effort at least that, so yeah. red flag isn't the end of the world it no. just signals no, to no, you no, that no. there is a problem that needs raising addressing. your voice just could be a symptom of you know the way you were brought up everyone's just shouting and it's not yeah. it's not hate, up to yeah, it's not <laughs> hatred and it's not yeah. anger it's but, just, but it's not uh, a license to no yeah, it's to not a license that, to be yeah. like well you know my dad shouted at me therefore i can shout at you and i can display the exact yeah, same which, which is a huge the whole breaking the generational cycles and it's yeah. a big thing that we eventually we want to talk about but um you yeah, guys have I think clearly never been into a Lebanese household. Like the volume is just decibels, Lord, you need decibels to- higher, and I'm like, are they? Are they <laughs> is angry? This a shout out to Snap. I know. For <laughs> race safety, that needs to be edited out. No, I'm just like, are they? Are they angry with each other? And, and she's just like, no, that's it's just, just how, how they, they talk. Yeah, and I'm like. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So I started yelling and everyone looked at me funny. <laughs> yeah. Bottom line, Ray needs to stop yelling. Um, but yeah. look, there's a lot of things like... Um, I, but we're not going to sit here and give you a list of red flags. I think... Well, that- I think... We, no, I actually want to. I actually okay, really want to flesh out some. So true. Because- by everything tonight. Bruh. Listen, I think... That, no, but I think this is really critical for, for people to understand. Yeah. So... Ladies, it's a it's a red flag for Dave <laughs> to be triggered triggered by red flags. <laughs> I'm being triggered. <laughs> I guess we should talk about the universal things that yeah. if yeah. they're there, helicopter view, helicopter. If they're there, the only time I'll accept the use of that term. <laughs> if they're there, it either needs to change or they got to go. Basically, uh, yeah. Well, let's let's say as a as a in the relation, you have to give the due process to the chance of resolving it. Yeah, like yeah, like we said at the yeah. beginning, doing everything we can to make it work. So that means I've I've seen this red flag, I'm going to address it, and it's actually now on my partner then to to listen mm. and respond accordingly. And yep, no, no one's going to be perfect, but like you said, that effort has to be there. So again, we mentioned already the importance of communication and trust. We meant everyone knows like once trust is broken, that is very, 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 very hard to repair. Mm. And that can be a big... Re- like if you consistently have this feeling and you have you have reasonable grounds to believe that, that you can't trust that person, mm. that's a really big red flag in the relationship. Mm. You should feel secure enough and at ease enough that mm. I can trust them. Like mm. if you're constantly doubting them and sending yourself in a cycle of anxiety over X, Y, Z, like that's not a good, you know. But do you reckon it could also be an insecurity? It can, it can, and I think I think there's a difference. You're just throwing spanners <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Well, let him finish the list of red flags and like. <laughs> yeah, well, right, I actually, sorry. because that's a very strong I guess we point. Are that's talk a good about point. That is a good after, point. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah, for, because some like if you've had past relationships oh, yeah, where yeah. they've broken your trust, and then I'll, you're I'll gonna... actually get to that because I want to mention that as no, well. Sorry, but... fine. <laughs> no, you go, you go. Dave's just throwing the spanner back at me. <laughs> no, no, continue. Put down the spanner, gentlemen. But yeah, like. Another one is is treading on eggshells. Mm. Um, I was reading a book, but which Abu Nadawud Lami had actually written a foreword for, and it's an Egyptian um, psychologist that's talking about relationships, and mm. and she's describing that if you feel that you constantly have to tread on eggshells, mm. and that every mm. word that you say has to be carefully curated and packaged and mm. presented, and you, you you feel that you actually can't speak your mind or be yourself, mm. that is not a healthy environment conducive for a relationship. Mm. If you constantly feel that you have to tread on eggshells with your partner, mm. 
how are you going to address the things that upset you? How are you going to relax and be yourself and show show your full personality mm. and also show you know your scars, show the your your true colors, maybe the the, the negative mm. things about yourself. Because remember, the idea is that you're in it for the purpose of marriage, so you're stuck yeah. with this person in a house exactly. by yourself. Like, like yeah. you've got to be yourself. You don't yeah. have. You're eventually going to become yourself. I think that, I honestly think that is a really important, mm. you know, red flag to discuss. You know, for, for relationships, we mentioned um, anger issues. Also, to so to your point on insecurities, I think having um, unresolved issues in the past. Mm. So that could be past relationships, past mm. trauma, even um, mm. things that you need to perhaps go and get some help for mm. and you know work through mm. um that can also be a red flag if someone's mm. coming into a relationship with all these unresolved issues and they're kind of expecting their partner to just kind of you know patch them up and and mm. you know you know obviously no one everyone has their own you know issues everyone has their own baggage you know to mm. use that term and, and that's normal but if you have really critical issues that you haven't you haven't addressed yet mm. you know and then you're bringing them into the relationship and kind of forcing your partner to deal with them that mm. that can also be you know mm. and that includes you know I guess uh, insecurities as well like it's because then you're now projecting those past experiences mm. onto your partner mm. and that's not fair and I guess Father um, Father Anthony mm. said this in his talk where he said um, like unresolved issues whether they're child whether they're your, you know whatever they will become your partner's issues to yeah. deal with mm-hmm. Um, mm. so you've got to decide do you want them to do you want them to, do you want them to have to deal with that do you want the relationship to have to deal with that as well mm. Mm. Um, some other red flags that we had on our list was, um, you know, controlling behavior. Mm. That's obviously, and again, it's coming down more that line of um, abuse, um, mm. one-sidedness in the relationship. So, you know, effort, um, I don't know, emotions, even affection, like mm. um, the the. You know when it's one-sided. Yeah, yeah, and that 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 can that can mm. be so painful as well, and that that can, that can also be a red flag if you feel mm. like obviously there's going to be. Um, there, there needs to be reciprocity in a relationship. Mm. It has to be effort yeah. from both sides. Um, someone that's constantly pushing your boundaries, like you've mm. you've laid down the law in terms of whatever that may mm. be, whatever mm. that whatever you know context that's in, and they're constant. They're not respecting those boundaries. That's a red flag. Um, and also um, failure to prioritize the relationship. Like someone that's not giving you you know the time of day on or, or giving you you know their best effort or, or mm. putting the time into the relationship like it's just kind of something on the side for them mm. it's just like an accessory on the side for them mm. i think that's also you know an important red mm. flag to think about yeah. i think once you've identified some of these red flags they don't necessarily mean to run for the hills mm. yeah right obviously like a red flag being if they're violent okay you pack your bags and yeah, go no, now. Abuse, abuse is very different yeah, yeah. abuse but is very different that's a different you know can of worms altogether mm. but i think it warrants at the very least a conversation with one yourself mm. And two, potentially, I mean, look, it, we we preface this particular discussion with, okay, this is a long-term thing. You know, you're deciding as to whether or not to take the next step versus should I perhaps reconsider this? Mm. I think if you've been with someone for, you know, over six months, that they warrant a discussion of like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually checking you here, mm. right? And this is not okay. Mm. And I think you can also use that as a gauge in terms of their commitment and seriousness towards the relationship with you as to how how proactive they are in actually providing you with a solution or at least trying you know so if it happens to be okay that whole idea of are oh, they raise their voice or whatever or it doesn't really feel like you know they're committed to the relationship they're not prioritizing it feels a bit one-sided 
And if that's just a phase and it's like, oh, I didn't actually notice that I was doing this, yeah. you know, it's actually constructive conversation at that mm. point. Yeah. So the back to what I was saying, it was don't necessarily use society's definition of red flags as mm. like, because you see it all over social media, right? Mm. Someone's like, you know, pent up on, on, on social media and they're writing their caption on whatever platform and... Yeah, they're obviously talking about someone. They go, oh, red flags and, oh, babe, this is a red flag and blah, blah, blah. It's actually, it exists to identify yep. something that needs to it's be It's a addressed. conversation point. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It should be constructive. Mm. Yeah. It's not a, not a death sentence. It's a conversation mm. point. But if mm. it's not addressed, if you don't see the appropriate response, mm. yeah, by all means, it's a de- especially if there's like four or five of them. Mm. But like some of these things, I think as well, like not all of them, but I think some of these start with you as well. Like it, it, it comes down a little bit on you as well to make the other person, for example, feel like they could be themselves. Hmm. Like, yeah, you might be turning eggshells, but it might be something else that the other person is doing to, to make them, to make you feel like you're, you're walking an eggshell. Or it could just be you, for example, not, like having enough confidence, for example, yep. to like, so I think some of these things, obviously, no, someone's- that, yeah, I think there's a big difference because when you're trading on eggshells, like even the slightest thing that they don't like, or they're mm. not, it's just mm. met with um, defensiveness. Mm. They shut you down. Mm. Um, they invalidate what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and then you, you're kind of too scared mm. to mention anything yeah. because yeah. of those experiences mm. in the mm. past. Mm. So I think it's, I think you're right. But I think there's a big difference, yeah. but but you would know, like, there's a difference between like confidence and being able to assert yourself and like say, "Hey, this is upsetting me," and then like the other person making you feel like even if you want to, I'm not going to listen to you. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna mm. cause another fight. You're yeah. too scared to go through another fight, yeah. so you just sit there and and mm. you never talk about it. it you know? yeah. So let's say that you've gone through this entire journey, this chronological journey, this checklist that we've given. So everything from trying to make it work, buying yourself time and that and space and talking to either your significant other, your trusted advisors, you've spoken to God about it, you've showed up better, extended an olive branch, you know, you've spoken about red flags that you've identified and you've given them a chance to be able to show up better and to rectify some of those issues. Mm. And you've just come to the realization that either this is just not going to work or I no longer want to be here. Mm. What happens then? You've made the decision. It's no longer make up, it's break up. Yeah, I think um, as we've discussed in the past on the podcast that we've lost a lot of things, you know, in in this uh, modern day, we've lost the um, a lot of value in the old fashioned approach, which is, you know, face to face, sit mm. down face to face, deliver it as, as you were touching on earlier, Ray, with with gentleness, with, mm. you know, some <laughs> some empathy and um, not in a way that you want to come out on top, that you want to be the mm. one that won the relationship because you ended it and you know yep. you know what i mean like yep. none of there's no there's no room for any of that you know you need to um as much as is possible you know face to face um and kind of give the relationship its respect you know if you've been together for eight months you've been together for a year a year and a half like the other person deserves a certain extent of closure and, and like there needs to be some tact mm. with how you have that conversation. Even when you have that conversation, mm. if you know it's at a really, really, really critical time for them and you could put it off by, you know, a, a week or a few days and it would make it a little bit easier for them, then do mm. that, you know, mm. by all means. Um, I think yeah. as well, even with you sort of saying, you know, doing things respectfully also provides closure for both you and them as yeah. well. Because that whole concept of like, you know, what's been left unsaid, 
actually could shoot you in the foot too. Mm. And it's also out of respect, you know, to that particular person, allowing them to ask their questions, yeah. allowing you to elaborate on as as to why, you know, perhaps giving them a bit of perspective that, hey, I have been trying for the last six months, but you just haven't showed up. Mm. Um, and I think even in terms of the the aftermath of helping that person heal as well as allowing you to heal you know if you sort of walked away and and this person obviously didn't really take it that well you know and you you know that it was a right decision and that you did your due diligence to be able to show up better you will actually in the aftermath you'll feel a lot more at ease and have Mm. inner peace you know knowing that you did the right thing Mm. you know i i I don't know i don't know about you guys but if i was to go separate ways with someone that and if I went about it like through a quick text message or I just mm. ghosted on oh, them and, and blocked them, I, I myself wouldn't be okay, mm. let alone that person that I did that to. Yeah. There, there are some crazy behaviors going on and I've seen this uh, in people around me, like, you know, mm. in, in different communities as well. Like mm. there, there are legitimately guys in this day and age that will like gaslight women mm-hmm. and Do you want to explain to everyone what gaslighting is yeah well it's, it's psychological manipulation where you you know drop things here it's kind of like inception and you make that person believe that they're the problem and they're mm. causing everything mm-hmm. do you know like, where it came from the term it's uh i don't know I, there's um it's a movie there is a movie, a movie called like gaslighting yeah. 20s or 30s there's a book before that i think i don't even, i don't read books, there but. yeah <laughs> but yeah, i can't it was, read yeah, it was a movie and i think the guy was trying to make his wife believe that he was always at home or something like that or mm. he wasn't cheating on her something like that mm. yeah, and so yeah, it was because yeah, right. it was an old movie the their lamps at home were gaslights yep. mm. and so he would turn them on and off and all that sort of thing mm. um to make her basically change her reality so basically what he said yeah. you make her think that reality isn't what it is yeah. um and mm, it's what you want her to believe. That, yeah, that it's it what is. you want yeah. her to believe, and you make her think that she did things. It's that, insane. Or he did things it's, that, it's, it's it's very from both know. ends. Like, don't do it from both. Like, women or women, men or women, don't do it. Yeah. But um, it's crazy. Like, but but these guys were kind of explain to me how like they'll drop things here and there and do whatever like and then kind of wait for her to connect the dots mm. and then she ends the relationship mm. so that you know so that they don't yeah, have to like shifted and yeah i think yeah. in this day and age mm. like yeah we need to we need to man up yeah. and like you know don't do things the cowardly way mm. as much as possible offer the offer that closure mm. um and it you know maybe if you're on the receiving end or you know whatever it may be also know that that sometimes that closure may never come mm. and that and that's okay and also that they might even be better because mm. even if they sat there and they gave you an answer as to why they got to that yeah, point that answer might destroy probably you. probably not going to satisfy you it's probably mm. it's probably going to make you feel could even be, worse and it could be a lie it could be just something to exactly. try and exactly you, know, you never know you never so know, it's so. It, you got to take that whole um process but with it's, a but grain it's of salt like what you said is important is that i guess it goes back to that verse which is treat others the way you want to be treated exactly and yeah. if you would want closure if you mm. would want to be you know told whether you did something or whether it's actually you know it's not you it's me but mm. <laughs> like i know we always say that but sometimes it legitimately is the, just that person yeah. not feeling it yeah and if you would want yeah. and that's fine provided it's, it's fine done as long as yeah, with honesty, yeah. that would make like that would make you so relieved to know exactly. that it wasn't actually something that you did it's just yeah. i'm not feeling it yeah and like like if you say you know hey look I've, I've really enjoyed getting to know mm. you, mm. but, you know, to be very, very honest with you, this isn't exactly quite what I'm looking for. I'm not quite feeling it. Mm. I just wanted to let you know where I'm at, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And as you said before, Mark, like sometimes they'll probably turn around and be like, well, I was on the exact same page. <laughs> but mm. you've, you've just kind of 
allowed that conversation yeah. to happen. So, yeah, honestly. And I guess and, if we're talking yeah. about leadership, then that's kind of 100%, like yeah. where, where a man should really step up is yeah. take that leadership in those conversations. I think, yeah, I think Father um, Sam said that as well. Like even yeah. sometimes in, in the ending of it, yeah. taking be, a very logical decision, yeah. sometimes that is what that, yeah. you know, the leadership yeah. requires. Yeah. I think as well when we, I mean, the majority of our listeners are probably from the Middle Eastern community. <laughs> and female. <laughs> we're, uh, <laughs> we're about, I What's think up, we're ladies? How y'all doing? <laughs> I think we're at 55% female listeners. Um, But being a part of the same community, what you actually do in that aftermath of everything is probably going to stain. And people will find out about it. Yeah. Right, and word will go around, yeah. and actually, you've you've shot yourself in the foot for a potential relationship that is right for you because, you know, this stuff tends to be public information. Yeah, you know, it's and it's Chinese whispers on top mm. of that too. So, mm-hmm. did and you the hear? Thing, and the thing mm. is that being a man is that there, like a righteous man, is integrity, and you're not 100%. just like you're not, you know, a, a great communicator and honest, and you mm. know, the best man ever while in the relationship. <laughs> and as soon as things go south. You know, you're a coward mm. and you're not doing things right. And it's integrity is about doing things yeah. right. Yeah. And it's more and of a reflection on you as well yeah, as a exactly. person. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I think also a reflection of, um, you know, what you thought about your partner. Like yeah. if you if yeah. you ever truly cared for her and mm. then after it's over, you go on a smear campaign mm. and you start mm. all these rumors mm. or like, oh, bro, what happened? You're mm. like, oh, she was crazy. Mm. You know, she, like, mm, how often mm, do you hear that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's like, well, did, so you were perfect. And it's fine. She, she, might, not, she like, might have been crazy to you, but to everyone yeah, else, she was normal. And you're, mm. you're just the one who's skewing things. And, yeah. and I think on that point as well, I think it's also dangerous to take other people's opinions yeah. on just the, the, on the people that's been in a relate. Well, yeah. not just mm. in, like, yes, narcissists, but even just like, not not as bad as that, but just everyone will have a skewed opinion yeah. of someone if they've been in a relationship with them because 100%. they've experienced things, their personalities are different to yeah, yours. Yeah, yeah. One person might not get along with this person, the other person that like that's might, might really, be their really future well. wife. Exactly. Yeah. So mm. or husband. So I think it's it can be dangerous to to try and get other people's opinions mm. on someone you're keen yeah. on, on, someone you're interested <laughs> on. Um Yo, that, what's the four one one with her? Is she <laughs> Is she crazy? <laughs> She's well, crazy, that, she's crazy that, isn't it? That whole due diligence thing, I mean, I know it came up as one of the questions um, in our Q&A yeah. segment, but that's <laughs> actually, that's probably a bigger can of worms that, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think, like, if you were to look at your situation objectively, like, you loved that person, you spent time <laughs> just, with Like, it reminds me of, like, uh, like back to a couple of years ago, I was, like, really into shares and, like, reading forums, and they'd always end up with, like, DYOL, which is, like, do your own research before, like, yeah. jumping yeah, headfirst into... Yeah, yeah disclaimer. Like, yeah. That is very wise. No, it is. Do you, your you own should, research. You yeah. should form your own opinion. Own opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, oh, is, which well, is not... Yeah. You should Sorry, form right. your own opinion by getting to know that person. Oh, yeah, yeah that's what not, I meant. Yeah, not by asking Not by going on the people. Instagram and be like, yeah, she, that ain't it. Yeah. Well, that ain't it. <laughs> oh, I lost she went point. to a club four years ago, like, turned 16 and posted a photo. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> no, but I think... <laughs> she I only think, shopped at Zara. I think, objectively speaking, it's that you need to... Need to take a step back and go. Look, I invested a lot of time, energy, effort, thought, mm. even money to this person. I created a life with them at some point. Mm. I envisioned this going somewhere. You know, I trusted them with my heart as much as mm. they trusted me. Mm. Right. I think it's just a a reflection on you as a person, mm. but also on what you shared with that person mm. as well. Yeah. Mm. I always think back to this idea of like, you know, it. 
if you were to see that girl's dad the very next morning. Oh, boy. Like, either you're going to... My daughter was not good enough for you. No, but (laughs) either you're going to absolutely crap yourself because you know you did the wrong thing and you're ashamed and you're embarrassed and whatever. That's a good point. Or he's going to look you in in the eye and, and, you know, say, you know what, I respect the fact that (laughs) it didn't work out, Mm. but I respect you for for being man enough Mm. to deliver it in a way. Yeah. That, you know, is mature and, and is wise. 100%. Yeah. And yeah. God willing, you don't run into her dad at church like the next, the next day or something. <laughs> you probably will at some point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I yeah, that's happened to me. It's uh, 100%. Yeah. But I guess, and yep. also if, if you're on the receiving end of bad treatment, um, just, I guess, like it, people react differently in those situations. Like not everyone is going to mm. be like react the way that we want mm. to or mm. that we... We we're talking about here, like people uh, react differently when faced with bad news or when faced with difficult situations. So yeah. maybe don't expect, like if you don't get that, you know, maybe they ghost you, for example, and yeah. and you you don't get closure or you don't get that respectful it's conversation. Hard. It's, it's, it's very, very difficult, but very I think, hurtful. yeah, it's, it's important to, um, like that can be like, yeah, it can be really tough to deal with, but mm. it's important for you to be able to be, be able to move on from that yeah. because... People like you can't control what someone else does. Like you can't be like you need to have a good com- like you need to have a respectful conversation. You yeah. need to be a man, be a man like and, yeah, and do it yeah. properly. Maybe they won't. Like maybe that's just and maybe that's why you're breaking up with them mm. just because you they can't do that. But. I was I was googling some stuff on this topic and I yeah. somehow came across like a, a woman's weekly magazine. Uh, it's good and to see that like actually references. has a whole subscription. To- <laughs> it's good to see that we're getting gold membership. <laughs> but one of the uh, I'm actually featured as a columnist. <laughs> one of the articles like I mentioned like well he's your ex for a reason. And it's kind of like when you when you when they do that like let's say for example you are on the receiving mm. end of that well like the, again yeah it just kind of shows well. Yeah, maybe maybe I just dodged the bullet here. Maybe mm. this is mm. not the person for me yeah. if they're capable of treating me like this. And, yeah, because know. like those situations will come up if you stay together. That like difficult situations and yeah. conflicts will come up, and and maybe you never had it before, but mm. in the future it comes up, and then that's the way they deal with it. They either ignore you, mm. or they criticize mm. you, or they you know they don't explain the full issue to whatever it is. Yeah, you don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah, like, they're your ex for mm. a reason. <laughs> I think that also, I mean, going back to the community thing as well, mm. if you happen to be, <laughs> well, if you happen to have been in a relationship with someone that you're going to see frequently, mm. um, let's say the easy one is you go to the same church or the same youth group or the same service or whatever it is, mm. same circle of friends I could go on and on, but you get the idea. Would you say behind door number one being, <laughs> I've got to change my routine, I've got to change who... You, my whole life, who I hang around, uh, what church I go to, whatever. Behind no, door number two is typically going to be not, you know, this is where I belong and I shouldn't have to change everything. Mm. But it's hurting me and it's confusing me. I'm getting mixed signals and I'm mm. misreading mm. stuff and she's dropping hints when she mm. actually isn't. Mm. Like, w- yeah. which you have to choose one. Oh, they w- did that to get to me. They're sending yeah. a message. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I've recently experienced this with a friend who, who like, they broke up with someone or actually they got broken up with um, and they were telling me it's like oh like I saw them going out with their friends and like you know they're trying to make me feel like they're moving on and and, mm-hmm. and, and they're, That's a, they're yeah, happy they're very t- typical scenario yeah exactly and I'm like and I told him I'm like maybe normally you wouldn't have never ever noticed this but you're really you, like you're applying this breakup filter to everything that yeah. they're doing. Yeah, they, um, well, they can't help it like when you're in that when it's fresh yeah, like you know it's, yeah, it's, you it can't, is, I know you can't and I think it's I think a period of 
like I think it's healthy to kind of I'm not I don't want to encourage people to block people, but I think it's healthy to block those in out those things out because, like you said, Dave, you can't mm. help it sometimes. Yeah. Just and and then it makes you more resentful. You don't need and, to see all these social media no, posts. No. And, and I mean that's a bigger mm. problem with social media is that it just makes everyone look like <laughs> they're that they're having the time. Mm. Yeah, that they're happy that I've moved on. <laughs> there was weeks. this um superwog. Um, skit like that and he's like look here she's out she's out she's clubbing and then him and his mates go out and then they feel like they need to go and like hook up and stuff like but it'll it'll send you in a frenzy yeah. like yeah. you will if you do yeah. that you will lose your and mind and the problem yeah. isn't with you because it's okay to yeah no, to, you, to feel like that because like you're an, human beings are emotional it's okay yeah. to mm. I'll, tell you, guys, I'll <laughs> tell you guys a funny story yeah. just quickly so you know I, I've been in previous relationships like there was one particular one where some of the gifts that I had I'd, I'd purchased for her were either jewelry or clothes or whatever and we'd see each other at this place on a, on a regular basis mm. so I literally went insane because I thought every time that you know post breakup oh she's wearing I don't know, I don't know the earrings that I bought her yeah. that means she she's sending me a sign and whatever and mm. you literally drive yourself nuts and the mm. only way that I personally gave myself enough space to move on was I was like I'm not going to go yeah. here for a month or two months or yeah. whatever it was. So a temporary solution mm, mm, mm. just to be able to, you know, kind of regather yourself yeah. And, yeah. and to let the dust settle. So if you find yourself in a position where you're probably going to see Mr. or Mrs. X mm. on a frequent basis, <laughs> yeah. maybe it's time to actually just temporarily switch yeah. up your environment and your routine for yeah. a while. As much as possible, yeah, limit that. Limit, don't go stalking everything yeah. they post on social yeah. media. Mm. And it, I think the only really hard part is if it's like same workplace mm. or same church, mm. like same parish mm. or whatever. And obviously, don't stop going to church. Don't yeah. stop serving. But as much as possible, in whatever way, you know, mm. maybe get some advice. If it is a church situation, get some advice. Mm. Um, and I on think, the- like, we give ourselves too much credit. Like, we say, oh, you know, they, like, Ray's example, they wore the earrings to piss me <laughs> off. Mm. But they, actually, she sold them on Facebook you. Marketplace for $3. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but, like, the, the people don't Toxic care. jewelry. <laughs> people, don't care. people don't care about us as much yeah. as we think they do. Oh, um, I mean, look... Uh, I don't it depends. Doubt, there I don't are, there doubt are some, that people some people that are very vindictive and yeah. will try mm. all that stuff. Yeah. And I don't doubt it. But it, in both situations, like Ray said, it's important to give yourself a bit of time to yeah. heal mm. without social media, without yeah. like letting things like that affect your emotions. And on the flip side of that, don't do that like to purposefully get you know, to them. Yeah. Get to them. Like, Flex and yeah. show that you're doing better. And yeah. it, mm. it, it is some kind of like unspoken competition. I've seen yeah. a lot of friends go through that. Yeah. And it, it it's like a post relationship struggle phase almost. You mm. have to flex mm. and you have to show that yeah. I'm doing better. I'm more stable. Yeah. I moved on faster. I moved on like, quicker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's crazy. No, see, I'm the guy like I won't post anything and be like, oh I'm gonna drive them crazy. They're not gonna know anything. <laughs> she won't know where I am. Am I in Barbados? <laughs> She'll never know. Did I start three companies? She'll never know. That's it. Smart. That's I like it. that. I like that. But that, that's important. Like, what, what are Please some don't other- do that, guys. <laughs> Unless you want to relocate to Barbados, like, by all means, after coronavirus. But um, what are some other tangibles? Because that I honestly think, maybe this is just, I had mm. bad experiences. It can be very traumatic. And it's mm. kind of like, it's almost the same as, like, when you lose a loved one. Mm. Because they've been ripped out of your world. Mm. And it's like, they're obviously, they're still mm. alive, but mm. you're not allowed to speak to them. You, mm. that intimacy that you had it's gone they're, they're mm. speaking every day and mm. you're so used to having them there every single day yeah. it's gone yeah. and it can be really hard to readjust it can be very disillusioning so what do you guys think what's some advice for someone that's going through that irrespective of who ended the relationship because even some people think that oh 
because you ended it, you should be doing fine. But that's mm. not true. Like you can struggle just as much, if not more. Like then, mm. you know. Mm. So, so what do you guys think? I think the one thing that we rush to do, and I, and this has its merits as advice, right? Busy up your schedule. Yeah. But I think the one thing that we don't realize is that we're all human at the end of the day and we are all going to hurt. Mm. So I think like the knee jerk reaction is I've got to be busy. I've got to go out with as many friends as possible and go Mm. and do this, this, this and catch up with this person. Mm. And all of a sudden I want to hit the gym seven days a week. And I want to, I've all of a sudden I've got goals. I haven't had goals for the last three years. (laughs) Like, (laughs) And, and I think it's realizing that like I have always said, I don't wish heartbreak upon my worst enemy because it's the one thing you can't escape it mm. will just hit you you'll be having a great day you might be at yeah. work it comes and, and goes in waves sudden, yeah, yeah. and does, you can't yeah. predict it and you mm. don't really have that much control in terms of how it affects you and when mm. how long it lasts etc I think acknowledging the fact that you will hurt mm. and in those lonely moments you know inevitably it will come back to you mm. right I think it's actually taking the time out to Maybe even journal, you know, journaling is a very powerful tool Yeah. or, you know, prayer, spending time with God, Yeah. actually embracing that mm. alone time to understand that, you know what, rather than I'm running from the problem, which is going to inevitably catch up to me, yeah. it's like, okay, how, how about I, I address this with me, myself and I first, yeah. you know, and God, obviously, but actually addressing that and, and sort of un, unpacking all of that, unbox all of it and start to actually think about, okay, you know what, I'm at this place now and it was, a, you know, good while it lasted and these are the reasons as to why, yeah, yeah. you know, it ended up the way that it did and just... That make, reflection is so make, yeah, yeah, make peace with it. When yeah. you actually make peace with the outcome and the reasons as to why, mm. you find yourself more, I guess, accepting rather yeah. than being, I'm so burnt by this and I refuse to accept it. And every time it comes to mind, I'm, I'm riled up and, you know, all these emotions and and whatever, Mm. just let it, let it simmer for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, to take it on a personal note, like I had a, I've had a couple of experiences where, you know, relationship ends and honestly been some of the loneliest times in my life. And it's really hard. Mm. Like you feel like you lose friends. Exactly. You feel Mm. like, you know, again, that, that feeling that that person has kind of been, is dead now. They're Mm. kind of ripped out of your world and like, Mm. you're not really sure what to do. And like, um, it's really painful. And, and I found that those times when I embraced that loneliness, it actually became like a honeymoon period with God. Mm. And he actually made that time very sweet. Mm. And he actually showed me like, where, how I can improve, how I can be better, and, and you know, be more um, like him, and, and obviously, obviously spend that time praying for that person as well, not not harboring negativity and bitterness. And mm. he made that time very sweet. And I think I think that's a really important tangible. Like, don't rush for quick fixes and hang out with friends and doing whatever. Like, embrace that loneliness. Like it mm. says in Lamentations three, like it is good for him to sit and you know bear it alone. Mm. Be alone with God. Don't be scared to be alone with God because that's the true source of mm. consolation. Like you know, He heals the brokenhearted and you know that type of thing. Yeah, and there's a couple of like like it's throughout the Bible where we see God really like valuing. Yeah alone time with people like the the example that came to mind was Moses after he'd killed that guy and you know he was a prince of Egypt and mm. you know most underrated the, movie of all time honestly prince of Egypt yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um 
but he was yeah like he was running the joint and he killed this guy and all of a sudden he's running to the desert and, mm. it, and it says that he made friends with this guy whose daughter eventually he married and his name was I think Raul or yeah. uh, Ramuel or something like that but it meant, in Jewish it meant friend of God and it mm. was kind of like symbolic that this middle part of his life where he was in the desert mm. was where he became friends with God and developed this kind of yeah. really close-knit mm. relationship with him um, and like and the other example that came to mind as well was, um, I think it was Elijah, where the verse says, you know, there was a storm and there was a hurricane and yeah. there was, and God's voice wasn't it, and it was in the smallest, the small, still, the voice. small still voice. And That's right. You can't hear that small still voice if you're, like I said, you're trying to medicate yourself with yeah. friends and and even like good things like service and community, like those things are good. Yeah. But mm. if you're using them, and and um. Sam uh, Cowdus, Dr. Sam, on one of the other podcasts, uh, shout out to Purple Podcast, but um, he said nice. this, um, and he said, you know, when, actually, might have been Abu Antonio says that. Anyway, I forget. But he said <laughs> it that. It was one Caldus. It was one of the Caldus's. But yeah, he said that, um, no, it was Sam, because it was about God's hiddenness. So he was saying, um, when God, like, when you feel God has left you, um, and, you know, you feel this sense of loss and, and whatever, it's, it's important to examine. Has it? Is it actually God that has left you, or is it something that you were using to anesthetize yourself and to make yeah, you feel like that's a big word? Like anesthetize. Yeah, I don't even know how to spell it. But <laughs> that you were that you were using to make you yeah, feel like yeah. God was with you, and in actual fact, God hasn't actually left you at all. Yeah. it's mm. just that thing you lost that you were so reliant on that you were like mm. really all your focus was on it. And I guess that comes yeah. back to why priests and why you know we always say pray that. God's will is done in the relationship, not yeah, your will. Yeah. Because if you're praying for God's will, then if it goes well, if it goes wrong, you, you're very much accepting yeah. of that. No you're very much way. accepting yeah. of it. And mm. it's very hard to be accepting mm. of it when you weren't accepting of yeah. God's will in the relationship. Like if you were, God, I want this to work, God, I want this to work, and all of a sudden it doesn't, yeah. it can be very hard to be yeah. accepting mm. of that. Um, I think I think that actually, not that I mean to dive into a really critical issue here though, is that if you associate, right, a lot of what you had learned in that relationship dynamic with your relationship with God. So either mm. stuff like you never would have attended church or prayed unless mm. she was there forcing mm. you to do it, mm-hmm. or you associated mm. like the only reason why I'm praying is because I'm because praying for the relationship, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm, oh, I love this relationship. Yeah. So it's the thing that made me pray yeah. and I prayed hard and yeah. I did this and whatever, yeah, which yeah. is fine as a, as a you know, starting point, but yeah, mm-hmm. can't, if that's yeah. the only thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it, it fails then think of like how damaging that is to your relationship mm. with God. Mm. So yeah. for some people, it's actually a huge wake up call yeah. to go far out. Like I never had yeah. a solid foundation mm. to even begin with. Mm. Like, I think that's also another thing in terms of what Father Sam was saying of before you even commence and initiate this process, mm. man, make sure you're good yeah. because it's not a guarantee 100%. just because it starts yeah. means it's, yeah. it's a, it's a sure thing. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think you are, you are, going 100 miles an hour towards an existential crisis Mm. if your partner is a massive chunk like you know the biggest chunk of your identity and your value Mm. comes from that relationship and your relationship with God because God forbid if that relationship ends you're gonna like you who are you Mm. you're gonna be shattered but if first and foremost that value and your identity comes from God yeah then you have exactly. that foundation. And, and you've yeah. got to start, yeah, you've got to have that foundation yeah. before you but start. But if, if, if she's every, like, she's all I am. Wallah, she's this, my world. No, but, no, but <laughs> seriously, on a real yeah. note, like yeah, no, a lot of, of guys, like, you know, they'd be... They're built, everything's yeah. built on that person. Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. if she's gone, like... Especially if it's long-term, like, especially yeah. if it's been going on for a while, it's, um, 
yeah and and like like Ray said if that's all that the rela- your relationship with God yeah. is built on then it's you're yeah, in serious trouble yeah you're in serious you're not you haven't built like as the parable goes you've built your foundation on sand like because mm. it's something mm. that can mm. easily fade away you haven't 100%. built it on yeah. on rock um, I want to share one small uh, thing maybe before you guys anything else than like you know. before we leave and Dave continues this <laughs> conversation <laughs> with himself after every podcast I just sit here for another two hours <laughs> and just talk to myself but uh, now yeah. I was once um, I was once sitting with a priest and I was I was asking him I was basically like, you know, look, uh, I, you know, I like her, and mm. but you know, I don't know if this is God's will, and I started talking about all this stuff. He got and like the the daisy, and I was like, I like her not. Yeah. <laughs> I like him, like her not. No, and then he just cut me off, and he's like, you don't understand God's will, <laughs> and he just he's he was, he like death stared me, and I was like, oh, like you're gonna leave it there? You're gonna tell me like what do you mean by that? And he just you don't understand God's will, yeah. and he's like all of these things. Are green lights, yeah. you know, like you, you, your parents are happy, the confession files are happy, you know, it's a green light. It doesn't mean you know. Ult- what he was trying to tell me is that ultimately, and we we touched on this in ep- uh, episode five of the Buddha Sam, like ultimately you need to choose. Yeah, you, you need to choose to, each yeah. other. Yeah. God is not going to force you to marry yeah. this person. Yeah. You need to like, and it comes back to what you were saying earlier about having that desire to continue, like mm. being engaged in the relationship. Like you need yeah. to want to mm-hmm. be with this yeah. person like God is not gonna so I think we throw around the whole God's will and yeah. and even like going back to like how to how to break up with someone in the right way you can't go up to someone like you know I prayed and it, it just wasn't God's will and she's like oh, what the hell does no, that mean like, no. <laughs> you know what I mean you can't just drop that <laughs> drop that and then drop the mic like yeah. it's not you know don't, we, we don't, don't hide that behind topic. that yeah. don't hide behind yeah. God's will because you have a God-given autonomy yeah and you need to choose whether or not you're going to be in that relationship. And, and like, I think we touched on this in, um, it was a, again, another podcast, but we, we always think that God's like, we're a bit selfish the way we think about God's will. Like we mm. think it's like God has picked this job and he's picked this, you know, this crew mm. and this mm. girl and, you know, he's picked this car and, and whatever. <laughs> but like God's will is so much bigger than that. Like God has a plan for yeah. salvation for the whole universe. 100%. First and foremost and, and, for our salvation. Yeah. And like we're, one tiny speck and it, and it so it shouldn't be like god what's your will for my life in this thing it should be like god when i take this mm. decision how is this contributing to your plan for salvation for me and for the people around me like maybe this salva- this relationship could bring number one me down but it could bring the people around me down it, mm. like mm. so we as you said we have to take this decision and then see if that decision aligns with god's plan for everything else like yeah. god like I don't want to say God doesn't care because He cares. Yeah, He cares about all. He cares, the, but the, He cares about trivial aspects of our lives. He cares about yeah. it in the context of. That's right. I care if this person is bringing you closer to me, mm. and like even if you know we think about our parents' generation, generation where they might not have had much choice. Well, they did, but you know it wasn't so much about you <laughs> like know, dating and exploring. You will marry your cousin <laughs> tomorrow. But it was just like you know this is it and more of the dating happened in engagement and later on but you still had to make a choice to love that person it wasn't you know you couldn't just live in two separate rooms and never talk to each other you still had to choose Mm. to to be like to to love that person so um, yeah I think like you said you can't yeah you can't hide behind God's will but you've got to you've got to be in touch to begin with like you can't like get into a relationship and all of a sudden hey God it's me (laughs) I know we haven't spoken in a couple of years but But I, yeah, I love, and I think I think it was the last. I think that's how Father Sam wrapped up the last episode. And he's yeah. saying like, your only security in this life is yes. God, yeah. and have Him with you mm. throughout this whole process. Yeah. Whether whether that is yeah. 
the relationship flourishes or it's coming to an end. Mm. Have him with you. Take him with you. Mm. Ask him for his guidance and his wisdom throughout. Mm. You know, and, and that and is that way the when only... it that way when it ends, like exactly. you're not, yeah, yeah, you might be upset or you might be but You're not it, left with nothing. You're not basically. left with nothing. Mm. You you've you're back to you're not going to have an existential crisis <laughs> yeah and, Dave I feel mm. like you've had a few I've had oh yeah no on the <laughs> real I've had another, like at least four or five ex- another, that's another episode <laughs> yeah, another, yeah. I'll talk about that by myself after the, when you guys leave <laughs> definitely I think look if you guys are, and probably to wrap this up but if you guys are listening to this episode and you think that you know what this is starting to sound like you know very very familiar in terms mm. of this sounds like my relationship or this sounds like where i'm at um you know or what i'm currently going through then i think the best thing really that you can do is take a step back tonight or today or whatever and you know just get on your knees and pray to god to be able to help you to initiate that process to go down that mm. path because mm. it really only comes down to one of two things you know we can talk about all these things for an hour and a half mm. but if really either the relationship continues or it doesn't you yeah. either make up or you break mm. up Ooh. right that that's ultimately what it comes mm. in like keep it simple don't mm. overcomplicate it yeah do your due diligence right but at the end of the day i think and yeah. i think yeah. it has it has to go mm. those two ways you can't yeah. just be it has to go backwards or forwards you can't just be yeah. stagnant yeah. because I that think, that's probably even worse that mm. you you can't figure out what's wrong but you're not really into it and you're just yeah. stagnant yeah. Yeah, you're in that weird was. phase but yeah. i think well what i was going to say to to wrap things up is probably one of the most powerful things that you can do is give yourself direction mm. either you're in you know oh, and you're yeah, trying to make yeah. it work or you're out yeah. Yeah. and that takes courage mm. and if mm. you know 100 with certainty that there's no future there or that you you are not interested in being with this person you must pull the trigger mm. you must have mm. the courage mm. as a man mm. to pull the trigger because yeah. It is far more of a mercy to that person and to yourself. You, you, you know, yeah. don't don't be. Oh, well, I don't want to. Like, you must pull the trigger yeah. if you know. If you yeah. know that it's absolute death sentence yeah. on that relationship. Dave, I'm breaking up with you. That's I'm. Thank God. <laughs> and glory be to God for <laughs> three. <laughs> Next summer, the breakup. Oh my God. Okay. On that night, gentlemen, thank you as always to our wonderful listeners all over the world. Make sure you like, you. comment, subscribe. Mm. Uh, we are at the righteous man underscore on Instagram mm. or search the righteous man on Facebook, mm. Apple Music, Spotify, and of course, shout out to Upper Room Media as well. And Steph. If you've, <laughs> and shout out and to if Steph. you've got, I guess, because we're, we're going to record a Q&A episode. So if you've still got questions or... Please send them through. Send and them through. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we love to hear from you. So yeah. honestly, also thank you so much. for like future mm, episodes yeah. as well. Yeah. Find um, us on one of our platforms. Yep. One of our pipes. A what? <laughs> no, it's called a pipe. Good right? evening, no one says pipe. good morning, or good night, wherever you are in the world. We'll see you on the next episode. See Peace you guys. Out. Bye.